I'm Tony Damien. And I'm Andrew Rich. And welcome to another edition of Himalayan Bites. Today we'll be talking about pre-deal exclusivity. We've just got a draft guidance note from the Takeovers panel on it. And I'll ask Andrew to say a bit more about that in a moment. But before we jump into it, why are we here? Why are we talking about this? I think you can trace it back to the Osnet situation at the end of 2021. Viewers may recall that there was a contest for control of Osnet Brookfield on the one hand, APA on the other. In general terms, Brookfield had eight weeks of hard pre-deal exclusivity and APA complained about that to the takeovers panel. The takeovers panel found that in all the circumstances, it was unacceptable. Now that didn't stop Brookfield from ultimately prevailing and acquiring Osnet, but I think that was really what led to uh, the panel thinking a bit more about pre-deal exclusivity. Yeah, it sure was, Tony. And look, may I say at the start, by and large, it's a very well-written draft guidance note from the takeovers panel. Very thoughtful and addresses all the key issues. Uh, if I may, there's probably three things that I'd draw out of the new draft guidance note. Um, firstly, it answers that age-old question, can you have hard exclusivity in the pre-deal period? And the panel has said yes, but only for four weeks. But now we've got some firm guidance on that, which is great. Secondly, the panel also answers that question about whether an exclusivity arrangement in the pre-deal period needs to be publicly disclosed. The panel says, no, it does not, absent a leak, of course, and absent, and a little controversially, absent a notification right. And thirdly, the takeovers panel has made it very clear that it will defer to the decision of target directors, provided they've acted within the policy guidelines, and they won't look to second guess the decisions of the target directors. And so practically, Andrew, going forward, what, what do you think it, it means for, for our takeover landscape? I think, Tony, what we're going to now see is a far more structured debate around exclusivity in the pre-deal period. Previously, we got tied up for long periods of time talking about whether you can even have pre-deal exclusivity. Now that that's been clarified, I think we're going to move to a very careful and thoughtful debate about the commercialities. The target directors are going to ask themselves, is it appropriate that we grant pre-deal exclusivity? Thank you, Andrew. Two quick observations from me to wrap up. The first is some of this debate for me it seems predicated on the notion that target boards are out there trying to shaft their shareholders and not trying to get the highest bid for the company. That is absolutely not the case. And so I do wonder about this uh, relentless focus on the, uh, the behaviour of directors, if you like. The second point is that we are talking about the pre-deal scenario. Obviously, if you get to a deal, you have an implementation deed that definitionally has outs. And so anyone can come over the top and that happens every day of the week. And so. Uh, it's great for people to be thinking about this. I do wonder if we've got the balance right though sometimes. Yeah. So Tony, what have we got next week for Himalayan Bites? Well, that is very exciting. Uh, we have for our next episode, deals that take time. Thank you, Tony. See you then. <laughs>